0: Peace and light. My name is Trees, and this is the Love's Harade episode 32. Thank you for listening. Once again, happy Monday to everybody out there. It's been a long, stressful week for everybody, so let's just take a breath. You know what I mean? Let's just breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> you know, relax and hope for better days ahead. That's all we can do. You know, I feel like the, the easy part is over. Getting Trump out of office, that was the easy part, right? Now it's time to focus and get things done, and I'll, I'll start there in a second. Um, I first want to start with, I do sincerely want to apologize just for all the confusion on where to listen to the podcast and everything. Like, like I said, I had to move my entire catalog to another website, and they assured me that everything would clear, everything would transfer over seamlessly, and it didn't. Anybody... That had Apple or that listened to my podcast on Apple or or with Alexa or anything like that, they could not hear it. And the only people that could hear were my the people that listen on Spotify. So I do apologize that episode still has not uploaded on Apple. They assured me the situation is fixed. I am hoping so because it is very, very annoying when my listeners cannot hear my podcast and when I'm using these host sites to spread the podcast as far as it can go and they're not doing their job. So I really do apologize for that. They are assuring me that the issue is fixed and I am hoping that it will stay that way. Please, please bear with me. So for now, if you are listening, anchor is my main website where my podcast is uploaded. Anchor and Spotify and IGTV will continue to be the main host for my podcast until I can get this Apple thing figured out. I have no clue what's going on with Apple, and I'm honestly getting tired of it. So, please, once again, I do apologize for the inconvenience, but please bear with me. The Anchor app is free if you want to download it. The Spotify app is free as well. You do not have to pay to listen to the podcast, so please bear with me as I figure out this podcast game and the <laughs> and this uh, confusion with all this uh, uh, technology that we have. Please bear with me. I do apologize for that. Once again, I sincerely apologize. So, with that being said, what do we got to talk about today? A lot. A lot. Well, not a lot. Um, a lot going on with the election and everything. And with Trump not wanting to get his ass out. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Let me be completely transparent here and say that uh, it's obviously well documented on this podcast that I wasn't fond of either side, right? Obviously, one side more than other, and I wasn't even optimistic on voting or none of that, honestly. But uh, I got got my mind together, got my shit together, and you know, put my, put my big boy pants on and really just uh, focused on removing the asshole that was already in there. You know what I mean? As long as we can get him out then we can start somewhere. Right. Then as I started to, to pay more attention and to remove my own ego out of it and not be selfish for a second, I realized it was bigger than just Trump and Biden. And I realized that, Kamala Harris being in office was the biggest thing and the biggest positive I can take from this. Not necessarily because of her track record obviously with with politics, but just but just the fact that a woman is vice president in the White House. And not only a woman, a black woman, and that's a big deal. And that that's a huge deal. And once I was able to remove my own personal uh disdain for Joe Biden and Kamala I was able to see the the positive in all of this and it, it took it, it, now listen it was hard for me to to find that positive um but I mean I think it's obvious I think the positive is obvious that that a woman of color is in the seat as vice president and I mean uh that's incredible that's incredible and it shouldn't be overlooked and it should be celebrated I mean, I, I've seen seen videos and pictures of uh, women of color just crying. You know what I mean. I, I can only imagine the the inspiration that could bring. You know what I mean. The thoughts and the imagination that that could bring to someone. I think it's incredible. I think about what my mother would say. You know, and how how she would feel about it. It's a, it's a, it's it's something that definitely definitely should be celebrated is something that is going to go down in history is something that's that should not be overlooked and and I and I and I celebrate her I celebrate Joe Biden and I celebrate Kamala Harris for their victory in taking over the White House and I see a lot of people celebrating in the streets I see a lot of dancing I see a lot of handshakes and hand clapping and high fives and everybody's dancing in unity and, it all it all looks great. But as you can hear in my tone, I'm still not satisfied at all. I mean, the job's not finished. The job's not finished. Now it's time to see if they really are about what they say they're about. If they're really about police reform, if they're really about black people being treated as equals in this country, I don't know. And it, we have to take them on their word. We have to give them a chance, obviously. And I'm hoping they stick to their word, but I don't see how a lot of the things they're they're going to, they want to get done. is going to get done, especially with Mitch McConnell still in the house. He's the biggest scam of them all. But me being new to this whole politics thing and actually paying attention, it's it's tough for me to to keep a keep an enthusiastic tone and a enthusiastic attitude about uh, what's to come. As much as I hope for the best, I just it's tough, man. This, these politics have just I feel like have just added to my pessimistic uh, personality. to to an extent, it's, um, it's tough. It's tough, man. It it, it was tough for me to watch everybody, uh, celebrating, you know, in, in the streets and dancing in the streets and stuff like this outside of obviously Kamala Harris being in office, a woman of color being in office. And I, I can't state how important that is enough, but I mean, it's just like the, it's not over, man. The job's not done. It's too much. It's too much to, to get started. It's too much to fix. It's too much, uh, it's too many things we have to start paying attention to. That's just me. You know, not, it's just time out. It's just not, it's not time for celebrating again, outside of Kamala Harris being in office. And I feel like I have to reiterate that because I just don't want that to be lost in this election which I feel it kind of already is, but we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. Uh, I do want to congratulate Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. uh, I've done a lot of research on Joe Biden and I had no idea about his son passing away. I had no idea about that until maybe two, three days ago. Obviously, I mean, if you have a heart, you're obviously touched by by that story and how Obama was there for him and you 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 start to understand why Obama had him by his side, and uh, I grew, I did, I definitely grew a level of respect for Joe Biden. Uh, I I don't mean that I don't think that means he's above criticism, obviously, but I mean if you have a heart, how could you not be touched by that story and how like, how excited he must have been to become president, but obviously have it be bittersweet because his son is not there to celebrate it with him. So I've looked a lot into these candidates, man. I've looked a lot into, into their histories and their presence. And, um, I'm definitely going to give them a chance. They're definitely who I voted for. And I'm really looking forward to see what they can do, what they can do, not only for the black community and uh, people of color, but just for the U S and whole, you know what I mean? To see how, if they can put us in a, in a better position than we are now. And I don't think that'll be too hard. uh, Coming from the last president we just had, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't think that'll be too, too hard of a transition to point us in the direct, in the right direction. Uh, But it'll take more than just pointing us in the, in the right direction. It'll take uh, actual, actual effort of keeping us in the right direction. So, those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts on, on the election, man. And I feel like, um, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I've, this is the first time I've actually voted in, not the first time I voted, but the first time I, I've actually paid attention while voting and act and have consumed all of this nonsense that you have to consume to, to make your decision on, <laughs> On voting, uh, which it wasn't hard to vote for who you wanted for president, but as far as these uh, elections here in Washington as well, for people that don't know, I live in Seattle, Washington, so uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, I hate that I consume myself with all these politics, but it's necessary. It's necessary and it's important to know who you're voting for and why you should vote for them and hope they bring the change that you need. That's all you can do. That's all we can do. So once again, congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, the job's not done, but, um, they're all we got. They're all we got right now. We have to do, we have to support them and we have to hope that they bring the change that we're hoping for. So now (laughs) I saw something, um, Late last night. I wasn't sure how to uh necessarily feel about it. I saw Eva Longoria giving an interview on MSNBC and I watched it because I love Eva Longoria, who doesn't, right? And and she's under fire really for her comments. Uh, that she said in an interview regarding Black women and Latina women. And honestly, I'm just going to play it for you, and uh, I'll react after, after I play it.
1: Yeah, I think I think you bring up a good point. I mean, I think uh, you know, campaign financing needs to be looked at. I think the way in which we campaigned, there were so many false ads in Florida in Spanish. Spanish wasn't regulated the same as in English. And so uh, I do think we need to take a look at that. Again, our, our work is just beginning, but I wanna talk about what you just said about the women. The women of color showed up in big ways. Of course, you saw uh, in Georgia, what, what uh, uh, black women have done, but the Latina women were the real heroines here, beating men yeah. in turnout in every state and voting for Biden-Harris at an average rate close to three to one. And, and that wasn't surprising to us. You know, Latinos are the CEOs of the households. They make all the financial decisions and healthcare decisions and educational decisions. Many Latinas are small business owners, and they wanted a plan for recovery um, for themselves, not for Wall Street. And so Trump's policies were never aimed at the struggling latina community and you know if you look at voter suppression on top of that how latinas showed up even through through the closing of polling places and the shutting down mm. of drop off sites and new voter id laws and long lines and driving 30 miles and and all of that and on top of that restrictions and safety protocols of a of a pandemic that spirit and perseverance that, that Latinas use in their daily lives, the struggle to pay their bills and the struggle to show up to their jobs and homeschool their kids and take care of their elders. That's the same perseverance and spirit they use to show up at polls.
0: Okay. I, I've listened to that probably like 10 times. And I even like wrote down, like I even like wrote down a lot of what she said like verbatim um and I saw a lot of the black backlash I saw a lot of black women and women of color uh even other latina women chastising her and and really man really pulling her foul on this one saying that why do why do you why is she trying to make it a competition? Why is she trying to uh, pit black women and Latina women against each other when we're all women of color and we all should be uh, working together when we all have are going through the struggle together? Uh, I see black women saying that she's literally trying to diminish what black women did this election. Uh, I saw I saw a lot. I saw a lot of people going for her and I, I agree to an extent. I agree to an extent. Do do I feel that she was being anti-black? I don't. Do I feel she was being uh, pro-Latina? Yes. I feel like she's a Latina woman. She grew up Latina. Uh, She comes from Latina parents. She understands the struggle that her parents went through. And I don't know a lot about Eva Longoria. I don't know a lot about her background. You know what I mean? Uh, But just from what she was speaking about, it seemed like she had a personal connection to it. You know, because Latina women are her people. I personally didn't see it as any difference from when Black women are talking about how Uh, black women stand up for each other and how black women are trying to, uh, um, um, how black women have struggled in this country. And um, I felt that's what Eva Longoria was doing. She was talking about the struggles that Latina women go through. Now, are they the same as what black women go through? I mean, that's up for debate, right? Uh, Obviously, um, um, I don't, and listen, I don't know a lot of history about uh latina women i don't i don't have some latina women that i know and that i love dearly that i have yet to to speak to a lot about their their background and their culture and where their families came from and how how um how their families were raised and how they were raised you know what i mean i would i personally want to have those conversations one day with them because I care about them. I have spoke about that before. You know, if you care about somebody, if you care about the people you say, you care about it will beho- behoove you to understand where they came from and understand their cultures. And, and that's something that I definitely want to do, but I didn't, I didn't personally, I've taken any offense to it, but I don't think it's up to me to decide what's offensive about her statement and what's not black women are saying they feel offended by it. They feel that she's trying to diminish what they did for this election. Now me personally, I saw on social media, uh, (laughs) uh, a bunch of Latino, Latina people, um, uh, singing and dancing for Trump. Uh, but also I saw, a lot of black people doing it too. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, I, it's not, I didn't take that. As, I don't feel that she meant to put the two against each other. I don't, I don't, I don't feel that. But again, it's not up to me to decide. I'm not the the offended party here. Black women are offended. And like I said, I've seen Latina women offended as well. I'm just, I'm saying that I'm saying all that to say this, I feel i feel we need to be careful on on what we feel is and I don't even know I don't even know if I can say that be, obviously because I'm not a black woman and I'm not a woman of color so I can't say that I can't say what should be offensive and what shouldn't I also don't want to rush to think that everything is anti-black though. And I don't, I don't feel that even LaGoria was being anti-black. That's just my opinion. I feel, I feel that maybe she, she, maybe she does need to read the room a little bit and be careful. Of, uh, I mean, this is just the era we're in where we have to be careful what we say. We have to be careful how we say it. You know what I mean? I feel like I, maybe she, she could have worded it different. I do feel that maybe uh, just read the room, read the room, Eva. Just these are, these are tough times right now. (laughs) These are tough times. These are sensitive times for lack of a better word. And I saying that black women are being sensitive right now. I just, these, these are times where we just have to be careful. These are times where we have to be careful. And I see, like I said, I've seen two Latina women that I follow on, on social media, on, uh, on Twitter and they were upset at her as well. They were upset at her as well. They they felt that she she were pitting the two against each other. Yes, I've I seen a lot of people coming for Gina Rodriguez as well. I had no, no clue about Gina Rodriguez. Uh, I was trying to figure out. I was trying to find what she said. I didn't see anything if she said or if she said something in the past. I don't know. I saw a lot of people throwing her name in there too. I guess she said something before. And I just, I, I hate to see it. I hate to see women of color going against each other. I hate to see the back and forth and the the backlash coming from somebody who I felt was speaking positively about what Latina, what she felt Latina women were doing. I don't have the numbers to back up what Latina women were doing. I don't have the numbers to back up what Black women were doing, but I do know that I saw a lot of Black women out there voting. I saw a lot of Black women out there protesting. I saw a lot of Latina women out there posting. I saw Asian women out there posting, uh, protesting. I've seen all women of color coming together. I have, I've seen that. So I'm not diminishing what any woman of color did. I know black women showed up. I know I've seen Latino women showed up. I know I've seen Asian women show up. I've seen it. I've seen it. Definitely more than the men. I've seen it. I've seen them together collectively. So again, I'm not the offended party, so I cannot speak on what's offensive and what's not. I just felt that it wasn't. And I am going to reach out to some women that I know and women that I love and women that I respect and speak to them about it. And maybe I'll do like a little part two to this and just upload it. And so I can get some reactions, some reactions from them and see how they felt about it. But I, I per, like I said, I per, I personally didn't think that Eva Longoria um, was uh, trying to be anti-black or put down black women. Um, I mean, she did say there's one thing. I guess I had a problem with where she said where Latino women were the heroines in this election. I, yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. But again, I don't felt she was saying it was anti-black. That's just her opinion. So, again, I'm not the offended party. I'm not. I can't say uh, what was offensive and what wasn't because it wasn't about me. But I will reach out to some women, like I said, that that I care about and that I love, and will talk to them about uh, what was said, uh, whether they heard it or not. I will, I will present it to them and see what they have to see, how they feel about it. And I played the entire clip so I can. I played ex- everything she said so I can get full context of it. Some people just took the the clip of her saying uh, Latina women were the heroines in this election, and didn't, or she was saying, yeah, we respect what black women did in Georgia, but Latina women... Like, they just took that part and just threw it up. You know what I mean? I feel like if you listen to what she was saying, she was speaking for, for her people, for Latina women. Last but not least, there were... Last episode <laughs> um <laughs> and I'm laughing because um last episode I had my boy Aaron Jones on, aka Fresh Cuts Done Daily. And we were talking about closure and we were talking about how uh whether it's closure is good or not. And if you haven't listened, it's episode 31. I felt it was a good a really good episode. Um some women did not though. <laughs> <laughs> Some women were were upset at a few things Aaron said. and um, I believe and I'm paraphrasing, uh, they were upset at something he said to the to the effect of closure being on his terms and uh, him deciding whether they're friends or not and And everybody was saying that how it's not it's not just up to you. You know, and uh, the they were telling me how they feel that he sounded controlling or he sounded full of himself. Um, he sounded, uh, uh, one girl said cocky or whatever. Um, well, first and foremost, uh, Aaron is one of the most confident people I know. That's number one. Uh, he's never been shy of confidence, and I think that's one of the uh, great things about his personality, really. Honestly, just in my opinion. And I could be biased. I've known him my entire life. Um, (laughs) but those were, those were, uh, these women's opinion. Those were these women's opinion. And they felt that, uh, he was being controlling. Now, whether he was or whether he wasn't, that's not my argument here. My argument, my argument is he was giving what he felt. That's it. That's it. He was giving what he felt, um, or giving uh, his experiences with closure. So that's that. I mean, listen. I don't think people should listen to this podcast waiting for uh, me to tell somebody what to say or what not to say. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to tell anybody what to feel. I'm not going to censor anybody. They're going to say what they want to say. They're going to uh, speak from wherever they want to speak from any what experiences, whatever. I mean, that's it. And that, that's the end. all will be, all. I'm not going to censor anybody. However somebody feels is how somebody feels. If you like, you do. If you don't, you don't. I mean, that's just, that's just that. And I haven't, I haven't said anything to him about what these women said. Cause I know if he listens to this, he's going to hit me up about it. And that conversation is going to be hilarious. So I purposely didn't say anything to him. So, Aaron, if you listened, sorry. Um, but yeah, just just in general, not it's not even just about him, just in general. I'm not censoring anybody. I'm not telling anybody what to say. People are gonna say what they feel and feel how they say. Aaron said what he said. I can tell you one thing. He says what he says and he feels what he feels. And mean he doesn't apologize to anybody's gonna say what he wants to say, how he wants to say it, it doesn't matter. So all of the women that are all, all of the women that were upset understand, but it wasn't personal. I can say that he wasn't personal, and he doesn't know any of you, uh, the women that hit me up about it. So it's okay. It's whatever, man. <laughs> it's just, uh, <laughs> and listen, this is not me necessarily defending him either. I like like I said, uh, I think we pretty much disagreed the whole podcast, honestly. But it's like it's whatever. That's fine. Like that's completely fine. We see it two different ways. It's okay, you know what I mean? But, I mean, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. That's part of this podcast. People are speaking freely, how they feel, uh, through their experiences, through their, their own opinions, and I think that's what makes it a great combo. That was one of my favorite podcasts, honestly, <laughs> but it was just some women that didn't like it. And that's okay. That's part of it as well. If you want to come on and talk about it, come on and talk about it. Stop being shy. It's okay. We can talk. We can talk. I'm am an easy person to talk to. People open up to me. I don't know why, but they do. Listen, it's okay, guys. Uh, this is all this is all great uh, conversation, honest conversation, honest deep dives about any and everything. That's what this podcast is about. And I think uh, I'm really excited for what's ahead. Talking to talking, like I said, talking to people and uh, being more more open to reaching out to people and talking to people about certain things. And Not just the people that I know, you know, people that I don't know as well, being comfortable enough to talk to them about uh, these things. So. Listen, man, I'm excited again. I do apologize for the mishaps with uh, with uh, where you can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on Anchor and Spotify and IGTV until I get this Apple thing figured out. Those are where you can find the podcast. Anchor and Spotify are free to download. You can listen to the podcast for free on Anchor and Spotify and IGTV as well. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Once again, coming very, very soon, we're going to start incorporating video with this podcast. Um, A lot of people have been asking me about that. So I'm really doing my research on these cameras and what to buy and You know, we're getting this thing along. We're getting this thing along. You know what I mean? I just jumped out there and we're figuring it all all out. And uh, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. So I hope you stick with me while I work out all the bugs and get all this time and the scheduling right. I really do appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. All my loyal listeners, that hit me up all the time. Thank you. I love you. Until next time. This is the Love's Tirade. Happy Monday to everybody. I will see you Thursday, every Monday and Thursday. Every Monday and Thursday. We are back on track. Every Monday and Thursday, you can find this podcast. So listen, like, share, comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you're feeling it. Let me know if you're not feeling it. Critiques, questions, the whole nine. And let me know in the comments. A lot of people a lot of you people hit me up in the DMs. Let me know in the comments so we can talk and conversate and go back and forth and all that. So Let me know. Let me know what you're feeling. Let me know what you're not feeling. Holler at me, man. You know you can talk to me. I'm open, 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 open. Let me know what's up, all right? All right, y'all. This is the Love's Tyraid episode 32. I'll see y'all Thursday. Love.